Welcome back, guys, to Oh, We're Gonna Talk with your girl, Maya. You're, you already know what it is. It's Poppy. It's your boy, Jersey Dre. That's what we're ending <laughs> off with today. Okay. <laughs> Real simple I missed today. you guys. I missed you guys. Missed you too. I feel like I haven't spoken. Well, I speak to Andre like almost every day, but Tati, I feel like I haven't spoken to you in forever. Tati, been MIA, oh. okay? Tati. Oh, well, I'm alive. Great to know. <laughs> Great to know. So how's everybody doing? All good. I'm here. I have a I have a lot going on this month, so I'm just preparing myself, you know, trying to get ready and all of that. You know, I'm booked and busy. All right. How you been, Maya? I'm good, I'm good, you know. I have some things in the works that I'm a little nervous about, but, uh, yeah, I'll let y'all know if it happens or not. Come on, but you just be positive, all right? Be like, no, when it happens, not if. <laughs> you know, because sometimes you don't want to get your height, your um, hopes up and stuff like that. So. Yeah. You got to prepare You got to claim it. You gotta claim mm-hmm. it and manifest it, and then it's gonna come together. If it's for you, it'll be You're for right. you. You are complete. Be ready about that. What about you, Josh? Any new ventures? What? Any new ventures for you? No, not really. <laughs> she said. Tati said. How I've been all quarantine is how I still am, okay? <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say, so, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, Tati, how I missed you so. <laughs> no, guys, let's get into these topics. Let's talk, a, let's take a minute to just talk about Chadwick Boseman and, you know, his great contributions to Andre, you say you being a black man in America. For me, <laughs> the fact that this man was a black superhero and he represented so many he like he he represented the community with such class and talent. Mm-hmm. And that we actually saw ourselves on TV in a big role. That man, ooh, he changed my life. Because to go through four movies, four high intense movies while under while having cancer and undergoing treatment, and you still show up to work and you still perform, and then nobody nobody knew. And all these years, like nobody knew. And the fact that he produced such content and he did it with such grace and strength, that that to me was just that it was everything. 
like words cannot be expressed as to how important he was for the culture, how inspirational he was. Like he was really a a superhero. I feel you. I feel you. What about you, Tati? Um, I have no words. Um, yeah, I'm just really shocked that he passed away. I mean, I did notice him looking a little, he wasn't looking like himself because they, a picture of him surfaced on Facebook and I was like, oh, maybe it's for a movie that he's doing that he looks the way that he does. But the fact that he was actually sick was really, um, really sad so i really don't have any words to say yeah i mean that really just shows like how tight knit his circle was for like none of us know for like four years it was crazy um for me i mean i feel like it hit me also in a personal way because you guys both know that i lost my grandfather to cancer so just thinking about what his body endured is crazy to me. Because you guys know he did like all his own stunts and like and then he just never let his sickness weigh him down and that's what's crazy to me. And he played he was able to tell our stories no matter how sick he was. And it's ever made him amazing. And I hope that will they talk about him. Can you hear me now? I hope that when they talk about him in history, they talk about how amazing of a man he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. His legacy is definitely going to live on. Yeah. Like, most definitely. Definitely. Sorry, guys, I had a mask oh. on if I found their muscle. No, like, no lie. I will say this. They better not replace him in Black Panther. They better leave it alone. Don't do it. They, they leave it alone. But better they yet, just leave it. it. Just leave it as is. Right. Because like, I don't think. Leave it alone. I mean, obviously, they could get somebody that they could get somebody else to play his role, but you know, he originated that part, so it's like let's just leave it as is, or even have um his sister, you know, be yeah, the I one heard. to do it. Yeah, yeah I like heard that in the comics. They were supposed to do that when it comes to the third one. But oh. since he passed already, but a third I feel like one. It's from a creative, yeah, because there's supposed to be a third one where he passed leaves it down to her. But I think from a creative standpoint, they need to just introduce it where she she already took the throne, and that maybe he's sick or something like that. So that's why she took the throne. You know what I mean? Like, give her like a back history, but just make her the main character from now on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I don't really know much about the Marvel universe, but that could be, that could be an alternative. But, you know, it's like, 
there's always like two to three movies when it comes to a particular superhero in the Marvel comics. Like it's never just one movie. There's always like three or four. So I'm curious to know what they're going to do next. Like if they're going to leave it as is or, you know, have his sister come in or I don't know. I'm actually really, really curious to see what they'll do. Because that's a really, losing him is a really, law, like, really traumatic. Because, so. like, imagine, like, because he was already Black Panther. He was already in Infinity War. Like, you can't, you, like, it's too prominent for him to be replaced right. or for another story to take place. Like, you have, like, just stick with the comics and make his sister the the new uh, the new main character, and just leave it how it is, leave or it. just don't don't let do nothing and leave it as it is. Yeah, and like just let him have his legacy. Yeah, that too. Because not only was he a, you know, Black Panther was like the great black superhero, the first black superhero movie, but. He played Jackie Robinson. He played um, Thurgood Marshall. Who else did he play? He played, um, God, the, oh, my God, the names are in my head. You know how they're in your head, but you can't get it out? Yeah. James Brown. He played somebody else. And then he played in The Five Bloods. That's what it was. So, like, he played all of these, like, these legendary black, lead role and it's like it just shows you like he can't be touched his legacy can't be touched yeah cause he's known for playing like prominent black people really right like it, his trademark is playing um special black people basically and I'm saying right so Telling our stories the right way. Yeah. So, I just hope they leave his legacy the way he is. I'm glad that he did receive his flowers while he was here. Because I was watching the video from Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon. It was, it's one of the Jimmys. Where they had fans, you know, tell him what how they felt and how he made them feel and what an inspiration he was to to them and i'm glad he got to see that in person you know what i mean because not every day you receive your flowers right and that's because he was like a uh important role for the black community this was this was like the first time that uh like this is like the first time that we had a black superhero that was like on the big screens to be honest and on top mm-hmm. of that he was of like darker complexion too so that made so many people feel seen because you really don't have that so like right. he was definitely like he was oof, he was like he was special he was right and i think like, that's we all had, i gotta what? say with him. we had like little superheroes like what is it black lightning and luke cage but it was the 
it was the back history that also came with the way he told the story. He showed us mm-hmm. our culture that we were ripped away from. Right. It was just different. So on that note, we are sending our love to the family and those who are closest to Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk. Okay, so last last episode, we talked about the Harry and Vado. That was his name, Vado. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Vado. Vado. No, yeah, continue. I don't know it's, how to it's pronounce so it. the same way, Vado, Vado. <laughs> Where she beamed them apples at that man, and he yoked her up. Now she's coming out stating that Joe Budden abused her for the 10 years they was in that relationship and claiming that he broke her nose, he broke her ribs, and he threw her down the stairs. Joe Budden has replied with his receipts, and very good receipts at that, of her admitting that it wasn't him. And what I liked about what Joe Budden said was he didn't say, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. I'm just saying I didn't hit, I didn't abuse that girl, but we were toxic to each other. Like we were in a toxic relationship, yes. But I'm not saying that I did any of those things that she's accusing me of. How are you guys feel about it? Okay. For me, I'm not going to say whether or not she was abused or not because I wasn't there. I can't, like, I've seen people who have been in a domestic abuse and th- there's truth somewhere. Like, I'm not, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit here and say if she's lying, if she's telling the truth, I, that I wasn't there to speak on that. However, what I will say is that she never said that he was the one who, like, punched her in the face and broke her nose. What she said was that, she, uh, that, her nose was her nose was already broken because somebody had hit her, and then he had and then he had pushed her down the stairs, or something along the lines. But she never said that he was the one that broke her nose initially. Maybe it was maybe it was the way it was edited. But what's his right. name? Jonathan from the Hollywood Reporter or whatever that man is. The way he's the way he edited. Maybe maybe that yeah. could be it. Yeah, because there he is there he is prior about the relationship. Right. He asked about the relationship between them two. And then it went to the abuse right after it. Yeah. But I mean like clearly um we can see that she like yes, yeah, she is an aggressor. But we also know that Joe Budden is an aggressor as well. They're like so it's so it's it's I I would not be surprised if their relationship was toxic and if uh physical violence did happen because right. we both seen um, firsthand like how each one operates um right. so that's why I, I i'm not i can't sit here and like victim blame or or deny somebody's story or if they're, or if they're like telling the truth or they're not telling the truth because if somebody were to come out and say oh i was abusing this relationship Clearly, their abuser is going to say, oh, I didn't do it. Like, right. that, that's how it works. Like, you're, especially if you're in the public eye, you're always going to deny it. 
Like that's like so that's why I wasn't surprised that his comments were like, oh well, I never did this. I'm like, well, duh, I don't sit here and think that you're actually gonna be like, oh yeah, I did do that during the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, but that's that's just me. What about you, Daddy? Um, I kind of agree with what Andre said. Um, I mean, I I wasn't there to witness her abuse. Uh, the clip that you sent me, I was kind of, I didn't really know what was going on, like what she was saying. I was just reading the caption that, that was with the video. And I was still mm-hmm. a little curious about what actually went down. I mean, like, I'm not going to say that she's lying, nor am I, and I won't say that Joe Budden is a liar either. Like, I don't really have a, a clear, clear knowledge of like what went down, you know, like I won't, I won't bash her for saying what she said or anything like that. Cause I wasn't there. Like if she did, if she, if she says that she was abused, if she was abused, then like what, what else can one do? Like, so. Right. Like, I'm not denying that she was abused. I believe that, that she's telling They're the probably, truth. yeah. Guys. No, I was, yeah. I was just agreeing with what you said. Like, they, I yeah, don't think she's, probably, I don't think she's lying or anything. So, I mean, me unless either. something, unless something, some other story comes out, like Joe Budden has his side of the story, then like, what can one do? Like, <laughs> you're right. I, but that's what I'm saying. It's like they're, they're not, portraying I'm it to the public. Any, I'm on neither I one side. I believe that they were in a toxic relationship and they potentially were allegedly potentially abusive to each other. I mean, because wasn't it, wasn't that girl, wasn't that girl on, um, she was the one that was throwing the apples at Homeboy. Like, I'm yep. quite sure that, you know, she did stuff to Joe the same way she was doing stuff to Veda or Vado, whatever, however you pronounce his name. So, I and you know, she got upset with Vado or Veda, whatever this man's name is, because he said she was, a, she was aggressive. She is aggressive. Like, like, how you want? How you want to just start throwing apples at your at your boyfriend or husband, whoever he is to her? Like, like his face, sis. You hit a dead in his face. Like, you see, my how can you be is... mad at someone saying you're aggressive? The proof is in the pudding. She threw hands at him. She threw apples. Like there's no denying that she she threw hands at like Joe. But you see, I'm quite sure she day, did something. At the end of the day, I feel like everybody needs to be accountable for their own actions. Like correct. Yeah. Like that. Like you you can't place blame on one or the other. Yes, she's aggressive, but he like even though she's aggressive, you you don't have to react the same way. Like everybody needs to be held accountable for their actions she needs to she needs to take accountability that she 
threw the apples at the man. He needs to take accountability that he did yoke her up on camera. Which like, he did, but she's still playing victim. That's the problem. No, that's okay. But that's what I'm saying. Everybody needs to be held accountable for their own actions. She can say whatever. She, anybody can say whatever they want if they've been mm-hmm. in a domestic violence relationship. They literally can say whatever they want because nobody knows what went on prior. The issue that I feel like we have in like this media age is that we all see clips. You don't know the, like, okay, she threw the apples at him, but you know what? It could be edited. You don't know what was said before that. You don't know what was said after. You don't know anything because it's a production, right? So they edit certain things out. You're only seeing what they want you to see. But, and then the, the same the thing. Day, whether I said, whether I said something to piss you off or not, you don't throw something at me. I know, I, I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Everybody needs to be held accountable for their own actions. We, I, I, we get that point. My thing is that um, in, like, a media age, you sit here, everybody sits here, everybody has an opinion about something, and then it's like, okay, so I'm glad that, you know, anybody who's been in a domestic relationship, they are speaking out about their experiences, they're trying to, you know, they're putting it out there. But my thing is, okay, so it's out there, what do you want us to do with this information now? Like, what, what are we supposed to do with this information like, are, are we supposed, is, is this person, or do you want us to cancel this person? Do you want us to, like, you know, stop supporting this person? What is it that you want us to do? Because you're saying this in an interview, but yet you're not saying this to the people who actually matter, which is the law. So um, what, what right. do you want us to do with this information? That's why, right. I, that's why me, I can't sit here and talk about people's experiences in a domestic violence relationship because I have literally seen people who have been abused and then the cops come and then they deny the whole thing. It's like, oh, nothing ever happened. So now yeah. you're so now you're actually speaking out. Okay, go speak out to the right people because I'm pretty sure back then you denied it. So go speak to them and see what you can handle. Uh, what is us as we don't know nothing about your relationship. We can't sit here and uh, we can't sit here and be like, okay, well, no, this happened, this didn't happen, this, that, and the third. We were, we weren't there. The most we're gonna, your mo- the most you're gonna get is an opinion. Correct. So I, I'm, I, that's why it makes no sense to me. I'm just like, what are you supposed to do with this information? No, I completely understand you because I, I was thinking the same thing when I, when I watched her interview. I was like, it's been ten years since y'all was in a relationship with each other. And now, instead of going maybe to the police or some type of law enforcement, you decide to get on a media blog and talk about this? I guess well, maybe that's, like, where she was comfortable. Maybe that's, like, where she was comfortable or maybe she felt like it was time and she needed to get it off her chest. But after you do that, okay, now what? Like... Right. Like I like I like I understand that it was for you, it wasn't for anybody else. But now the world is now putting their opinion on the situation that they have no privy to. Right. So I'm just like it uh, it, it, it made us rich. Uh, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't. All right, so the next topic is um the verses. Tati, you said you didn't see it, right? 
No, I believe that both of them are talented in their own way. And I do not, I never watch verse battles. So that's not my thing. My fault. I watch this rock and jam and drink wine. Mostly. (laughs) I, so in my honest opinion, I believe it was a tie. Even though I like Monica's music more. Oh, 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 I said, I said what I said. You know what, Monica was for the hood rat. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say? I said, Monica makes music for the hood rat, so I understand. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Whoa, shots fired. Ooh. I'll remember that. Monica makes good music. Let's be honest. Monica definitely makes good music. She but I feel like Brandy's catalog is way better. (laughs) I feel like Mon I feel like Monica but I feel like Monica's popularity is centered on where she's from. Whereas Brandy she has a whole like like, not only is she an artist, but she did, like, Cinderella. She did Moesha. So, like, her fan base. She's a talented artist. She's, she's, yeah. she's versatile. Yes. Exactly. I'm not bad at Andre. Hold on, Tati. I'm not Tati. Andre, I'm going to need you to take that bass out your voice. Relax. <laughs> Continue, sis. I'm not bashing Monica. I do like her music, but I feel like... I don't think her catalog is as as wide as Brandy's. No offense to Monica, though. Thank you. I really, That's all I'm saying. I do, I do like Monica, but I feel like her catalog isn't as good as Brandy's because Brandy was making bops after bops, and then she went on to do Moesha, and it was like, you know, like her... Mm-hmm, yeah. That's all I'm saying. She just became versatile. Okay. So, plus I, I grew up with Brandy, so I have a little leeway on that. But, yeah, well, that's all. Listen, listen, I stand Brandy, but I will give Monica her flowers because not a lot of people have um have had a long career that started when they were 12, and Monica did that. She started her career at 12 years old, and here she is. I think she's in her 30s. I think. No, she got a but, late 30s, early 40s. No? There we go. And she's still relevant. I will give her her flowers. Yeah. Because she had a long... But they make, they make music for two different types of people. That's yeah. That's what I would say. Like, yes. During the verse, I, I, for that verses, I surely did watch all three hours. I did watch sure every too. single song because mm. you know what? I can't lie. I didn't, but I won't say this about Monica. I did not know how many hits she actually had and that I knew until this verses. So I was, I was actually very shocked. But so yes, they did go toe for toe, but I think that Monica's music is just, it's very specific and Brandy's music has range so it can take you to different places 
Whereas Monica's music is going to take you to either you want to like, it's, it's either going to be like a heartbreak or you're going to want to fight somebody. Like, you know. Well, I don't know about that, but. Right. I have nothing I'm not else to say. Because I. I guess if I if I looked at the vert at the battle, I would have done the same thing you did, Andre. Like not realize that Monica had like a lot of singles under her under her belt. Because I think yeah. I only I think I only listened to like maybe one or two albums from her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not just was it really a tie? Mm. I mean, some people say it was a tie. Some, but you know what? Like, Majority if you look at no, yeah, like if you look at it objectively, you you really can't say who won because you don't you you really don't realize how many hits each person has. Because if you think about it, they had twenty rounds. No other verses had that many rounds. This it was right. twenty. That means there were forty songs <laughs> being played in a matter of yep. three hours. And the fact and that, we all and, and that, that wasn't even, everyone. yeah, and that wasn't even, you know, uh, a quarter of the songs that they have actually put out over the years. So it was like, you, so like, if you look at it objectively, yes, like it was, it was really a battle, like back to back, like they were really hitting each other, like, you know, like, okay, I can see how people would say it was a tie. If you're like a Brandy fan and you just look at her catalog alone, you're going to be like, okay, this overpowers Monica. If you're a Monica fan, you're gonna be like, okay, this overpowers Brand. But objectively speaking, it probably was a tie. Yeah, I to be honest, I really didn't go watch the verses for the who's better. I went just to listen to the music. Like it was yeah, just a that, moment just yeah. to listen to the music. Yeah. And then one point. And it was a good million, time too. 1.2 million consistent. Talk about black queens. You can always count on the black community to make history. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a consistent 1.2 million. Like, nobody was signing off. And that doesn't even include um, the numbers from Apple Music. Yeah. But you know what I would say about this verses? It brought back a lot of memories it brought back it was like a lot it was very nostalgic for many people and then on top of that it introduced their music to a whole new generation totally did and i think that was the purpose of the verses like they Mm -hmm. and they they were able to introduce their music like the 90s to a whole new generation that really don't know nothing about music like that yeah and then you had monica and brandy harmonizing off the word ho that was entertaining Mm-mm, Bernie was not here for that, but she did it. <laughs> mm. But and then people said they kept trying to pin them. I'm like, they literally at the start of the verses they said this is the first time we have spoken and have been in the same room in eight years. I don't know why people thought they were about to sit up there and be best friends. They literally said it that at the awkward. beginning. It was awesome. They were like, this is the first time you've been in the same room in eight years. You thought they were about to sit up there and be best friends after eight years of not seeing each other and not speaking. You know what it was? 
it was because of how they came in. When they came in, the way they hugged each other was like, oh, sis, I missed you. Haven't seen you in a minute. But when they sat no. down, some women did not make eye contact. <laughs> no, but I mean, they shared to that thing. They shared, they shared, come, come, uh, oh, I'm not even about to say the word because it's not going to come Calamity? out. Calamity? Right. Uh, Calamity? No, com- camaraderie. Camaraderie? Camaraderie? There we go. <laughs> that. Like, and they uplifted each other. They encouraged each other. They praised each other's music. Like, they were like, oh, I, like, you know, you know, even when you hate somebody, and they put out something that's good, and you hate that you love it. That's yep. that's what happened with them. It's like they they hated each other for so many years, but you cannot deny that the music that they put out was good. So like even when the song came on, they'd be like, "Oh, I used to like like even bring like I think I can't remember what song came on, but she was like, she was dancing to it. She was like, "Yeah, this used to be my song." Same thing with Monica, but at the time they hated each other. So it's like I hate right. the fact that I hate, that I love this song, but I hate the person. And that's that's Monica, where they, that was their relationship. Question. Right, and Monica even requested Brandy play certain songs that she recorded. Like she was like, "Oh, play yeah. this one, sis." Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like even though you can hate a person so much, but you can never deny talent. They just had to warm up to each other. Now, the end with that boy's mind was that was rough. Who brought the song up? Um, who started Brandy. the song first? I freaking Brandy, knew because her it. her verse was um her verse is first, Mm-mm-mm. and then she's trying to get Monica to sing it with her, and it looked like Monica was not having it. Well, Monica didn't want to sing all night, and I was there like, okay, can y'all got these mics for what? And I was like, don't sing with Brandy. I'm sick of these poems. This ain't Moesha. Leave, put the poems <laughs> down, and get to the music. <laughs> <laughs> Every time she introduced the song, I have a poem for this one. Let me read this. Let me get my journal. I was like, sis. And then when she couldn't find the poem, everybody was like, thank you. Play the song. Play. Like, leave the, the poem alone. There was one. Imagine was one trying to listen like, to 20 damn poems. I can't poems. find the poem. She was like, I can't play the song. If I can't find the poem, I'm just going to play the song. Everybody was like, thank you. Please. Right. Imagine saying they listen to twenty poems. Girl, sit down. If they did have a tour, oh, I will be on that tour. Oh, I will be there. I will be front and center. Brandy's trying to get that tour. Brandy and Ray J are trying to push that tour. I don't know if if Monica's having it though. Me and my friend had this conversation last night. They need to do it. If they do do a tour, they need to do it like uh, Jay Z and Beyonce on the Run tour, where. They were both headliners. Like they go like like Brandy will sing first, and the next one will be Monica. Then Brandy, then Monica. That way, like it's not just one main headliner. Like it's they're doing it together. That way, nobody's ego gets in check. Cause you know, they only performed live once at the 1998 uh, BMAs, and that's when Monica socked her right before their performance. So imagine if they were to do a tour now, they you got one night only. That's you know what that's that'll be good. A uh, one night only. I'll be there. I'll pay money for that one. Why did she stop her again? Cause they never liked each other. Even throughout the whole making of the boy's mind, they never saw each other. They didn't record together. They didn't even make the music video together. So like the well, VMAs was the first time that they actually saw each other. 
Right. But you know how you go from, how did you guys go from getting along so well to hating each other so quickly? Well, Monica, she, Monica's brand at the time was completely different from Brandy's because Monica's brand at the time was like, you know, more so like street and Brandy was more so like the goody two-shoe type. So like their images were very different. So like that, so that could cause tension. That's because I remember because when when Brandy and uh, they when they started talking they were like how they how when they were together they went to Six Flags they both had a good time together they was cool and then it was just like and then it was like yeah. oh and then she socked me in the face I was like well that yeah. was dramatic <laughs> nah if you ever watch the video on YouTube like literally just just it's their only performance of the song just Google it on YouTube you will see the tension on that stage. I'd <laughs> be kind of pissed too if someone socked me in my face before I went out out to perform. But I mean, you then again, you have to remember that they were teenagers at the time. They would have been mad. I'd have no, like, but I yeah, like Brandy, Brandy looked like she was about to pounce on her. Monica was like, "Oh, I ain't here for you, girl." And then, like that's what I think they have to change the set. Right, but just think about this: someone hits you. You did not have the time to hit them back, and then you just gotta go out and pretend like nothing happened. Yeah. You don't want to kill somebody. <laughs> you gonna want to kill somebody. <laughs> I hear you. It's like that. That to me just sound wild. Like, oh, boom, socked you in your face. Oh. Time to go perform, guys. Pretend like nothing happened. Like, I realized that Listen. a lot of females back in the day was just fighting. Like, artists, they were just fighting. Then the uh, Candy Tire and Punch uh, Tamika while she was pregnant, or Tiny, whichever way you want to call it. No. Oh, not Tiny. Not Tiny. Um, The other Tamika. I thought it was tiny she tried to punch when she was pregnant. They talked about that on the reel. Was it tiny? Mm-hmm. I know that Candy got into multiple fights with the girls in the group, but. All of them. But Candy Tiny's her best friend, so I, uh, but I don't know. There was a point, there was a point when she was, when, um, Tiny was like, she tried to fight me when I was pregnant. I was oh. like, oh, Candy was just like, I don't care. Anybody can get these hands. I believe it. I watched the entire Real Housewives of Atlanta from the season one till season twelve. So I was the early, early seasons of Candy. Yeah, she was she was hood. So I believe it. <laughs> she because she was like, I will drown your ass. I was like, ooh, all right, Candy. And now she want to get. Now she want to be with the shaky voice. I'm like, can't shut up. <laughs> you said the shaky voice? Yeah, whatever you are. Yeah. Candy is known to sit here and have a shaky voice when she's about to cry. And I'll be like, all right, Candy, we get it. We get it. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> right. You had a problem. I'm like, oh, God. Candy, give it a rest. <laughs> so, what have you. What has been you guys' guilty pleasure since we've been, like, locked in COVID? Guilty pleasures? Mm-hmm. 
like consistently you either consistently binging this, you consistently eating this. What is your guilty pleasure? Well, me, I've been well, I haven't been locked up because I've been at work since May. So, um but I mean I still drink almost every day. Well not okay, not like that. Like I have like yeah, a, I was one about to say don't say that. <laughs> I know, I thought about it. I was like, no, not like that. Like I had like I, I'll have, like, one drink a day. Like, if I get home from work, I'll have, like, a glass of wine. Like, I'm off, like, like my off days during the week, like, I'll go out with some friends and we just right. we just drink. Something like that. Well, you basically sound like an alcoholic real quick. I don't care. Y'all don't know my life. <laughs> oh, I do know um, one of your guilty pleasures. Housewives. That's not a guilty pleasure. I won't say that's a guilty because I I don't care like that's not a guilty pleasure because I enjoy I embrace the housewives I love the housewives I love all of them well I lied not all of them I only like it's Potomac, Potomac then Atlanta, Atlanta and then Beverly Hills Ooh, yeah what about you like Sophie? I like I love the housewives um. I like watching uh, black TikTok videos on YouTube. That has been your guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I'll just watch the, like, they do completion videos. Mm-hmm. And I just watch that, like, for a good minute. And How then I'm like, all right. You watching the videos? How long? Until you know that you have a problem. Like, how long do you, how long is it when you watch those videos? Like an hour or two? Um, well, the videos are like, the videos are like pretty long, like 30 to 40 minutes long. I'll watch like two videos and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch something else. (laughs) And that's it. There's but so much that you can laugh at. So you're right. Cause they start to, don't even start to become like redundant. They some people use the same sound over and over. Like I'm tired of hearing pop smoke, just a little, <laughs> just a little, just yeah. a little bit, because they no. use just it a little, just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit, because they use the same sound over and over. And I'm like, all right, time to get a new one. Like y'all dragging it, no, but <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> My new guilty pleasure has been Love Island. I am obsessed with that show. Love Island. Is that the one with the British people? No, this is the American one. So it's basically like a bunch of singles. They put them together on like a little island and they just like choose who they want to date. And then when new people come in, the new person can steal someone's partner away from them. It's just crazy. And the drama. Oh, the drama. <laughs> so, like, let's say, like, you, like, you and your partner are getting real serious, right? Next thing you know, a new female walks in and she takes your partner from you. And then you get dumped and you have to go home. Oof, the drama. Nice. Oh. It's crazy. And these girls be crying. And I'm like, you just met homeboy a week ago. Why are you crying? 
like, why did America take my boyfriend away? I'm like, sis, boyfriend. See, I've been talking for like a week or two. Chillax. That's how dramatic it is. Like, I'll be like, yo, the drama is real. But you know how when you watch those type of shows, you can instantly tell, like, who's the fuckboy on the show and who's not. Or, like, who's the ditchy person on the show? Let's see. I don't trust reality TV. I don't watch that type of stuff, so... Wrong person to ask. We don't pretend like you didn't watch The Circle. Yeah, but I didn't finish it. Oh, you still haven't finished it? No, I never will. I may start watching the show, but I'm not going to finish it unless I really like it. Like, I don't I'm do that. I'm dead. Just got to take that L. I think I've gotten into these type of shows because my shows have not come on yet. I'm waiting for Euphoria. I'm waiting for Insecure to come back. I'm waiting for Stranger Things. I need to watch P Valley. What? That requires me to you buy guys need to watch P Valley. What's P Valley? P Valley, ooh, ooh, it's a, it's wonderful. It's about, it's literally a show about strippers, but um, uh, but it's like it's like down south, like this small strip club, and um, yeah, they're pretty much trying to not save the strip club, but like there's a lot of stuff that goes down in the strip club. And it, like, and I, I can't, I don't want to give away the show, but, like, it is so good. It's a reality it's show? No, 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 it's on stars. Oh, it's a, it's such a good show. Um. Like, it will give you your best, like, thug fantasy with the stripper. Like, think of, like, GTA, but, but like, with just, but, like, with this, but, like, the stripper version. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That means I have to. But like, I'm telling you, pay for another situation. Like, I think no. Stars is doing a special right now. I think that if you have Hulu, you could get it for one ninety nine for three months. Matter of fact, I don't have my Maya. You are my Hulu. I have it. Go watch it. Um, I'm not finding into your Hulu, and let me just go all the way back into the abyss okay, never to mind. find out. Never mind. Exactly. Never mind. You see, I, you you see how I, see Tati what I did? I gave her the opportunity, and then she made an excuse for it. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not involved in this. <laughs> well, <laughs> I really, I'd have to go find the password. Yeah. No. See, that was the point. I literally gave you a solution, and you was like, ah, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, never mind. I'll take it back. <laughs> Listen, it's so far. <laughs> America, this, Sorry, this is it. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. And no. <laughs> So, um, 
So you ready to move to your new spot, please? Dre. Huh? You ready to move to your new spot? I sure am. Sure am. I, what's today's date? Sir, I got 21 days left. Did you finish packing? No. What? Second what? <laughs> no, I lied. I, I lied. I did because I I literally only have two days off per week, so I've been packing little by little. So like most of my boxes are downstairs. I took everything off my walls. My kitchen is completely cleared out. Um, except for the I just have to like storage. yeah, I just have to work on upstairs. Like I have to finish like packing my clothes, but I go out so much that I don't want to pack my clothes, so I need options. So I'm gonna wait till like the week that I actually do move to pack my clothes. Okay. Um, yeah, but pretty much everything is, pretty much everything is done. Just because I'm ready to go. So this is like the first time I'm actually like taking time to actually do it ahead of time because I'm, I need, I need to be out. Like I need to hurry up and be out ASAP. To be out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make a YouTube video about why I need to leave, but it's going to be, it's, it's juicy. It's juicy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Lord. Lord. Anything new happening in your life, Bobby? No. I need to get Tati outside, guys. I'm going to just... We're going to go somewhere. Tati outside right now. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Andre. I'm outside right now. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> I mean, interacting with people. <laughs> I am interacting with people. I'm interacting with y'all while I'm outside. Okay. I cannot. <laughs> that Smart makes absolute. That makes perfect sense, does it not? Like I. Oh, something I new with me. Smartasses. Something new with me. I got a tan. Hey. That's it. Tati says she's going she's like, on that, that Brooklyn rooftop and getting herself some glow. Nah, I haven't. No, that's not what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not what you I've tried to make it way more fancy than what it is, Andre. <laughs> I tried, I tried. Yeah, you did. But uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. Ain't nothing new. And I'm Are y'all alive. Ready for Labor Day? Huh? Are y'all ready for Labor Day? Oh, I plan to sleep. What? When is La- when is Labor Day? Monday. 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 <laughs> oh, I I never partake in those activities, so I mean you gotta have a, you gotta go to like a cookout or something. No. Coronavirus. Ooh, all right, I'm sorry. Okay. Social distancing oh. still. I'm sorry. I don't know what that is. I'm in Houston. <laughs> I know. You're out in these streets. Well, I went out to Prospect Park last night, and I had me a good time. How are you in New York? Hmm? No, we have a, um, we have a, a bar slash lounge thing out here that's called Prospect Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, are uh, you in Brooklyn? Uh-uh. No. Because we have one. 
Huh? Have you gotten tested yet? For what? I already showed you I'm not getting tested. Andre wears his mask, right, Andre? Yeah, I sure do. See? Listen, I go to work. My thing is, I go to work 40 hours a week since May. If I would have caught it, I would have known I caught it at the, by this point. Like... It, like it is what it is at this point. Like I, I'm not. Yes, it's serious, but I'm not about to. I'm not going to stop my life just because it's there. Like oh, if I get it, I get stop it. Your life. I'm not saying to stop your life. But and you then I'm pretty sure I already asymptomatic. I'm pretty sure I had it already in January. Like well, I'm highly sure I had it already. I believe all black people have said this. No, because I like no lie. January, I was sick, and they told me like it was the flu, but it did not feel like the flu. So it's like I'm pretty sure I already had it, and it's very, it's very likely that I cannot get it again. Granted, that is not factual. Like it is a possibility you can get it again, but it's highly unlikely that I can because it's already no. In that's my body. accurate. So like, if I that's accurate because I feel like I had it in December. Remember that time when I was like I have I had the flu, but they was like they don't know yeah. what strand of the flu it was. I yeah, don't know what strand of the because no lie, and then on top of that, it only lasts like COVID. Like it only lasts probably for like forty eight hours, and that's how my like I was in the I felt like I was dying for two days, and then all of a sudden, like on the third or fourth day, it was like nothing happened. I was like I was just dead. <laughs> it was forty eight. Was it forty eight? It didn't feel like forty eight hours. It felt like no, longer. like you no, like you really feel like you're dying, but it it doesn't last a moment. Like usually the flu will last probably like you know like a week, but like no, it literally only lasts like two days. Um, I couldn't yeah, mine, breathe. Mine I was in pain. It was it was a lot. Yeah, mine didn't last a week. It was definitely like I was in so much pain. I was like, someone just take me to the hospital. I don't. Yeah. Was, like, but that's what I said. But I'm pretty sure I already had it. So I'm just like, you know what? Eh, it is what it is. Because, and then they're trying to have, they're trying to have a vaccine out by November. And I'm just like, this, I'm like, what type of illegal activities are y'all doing? Because that is not how vaccines are supposed to work. Like, at all. I'm not and they were talking about how they want to um, give it to the, they want to give it to the black community first. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm just like, no. But my thing is, when it comes to vaccines, you literally have to test it out for a year before you can release it to the public. So how are you sitting here? You just created a vaccine, and then you're like, okay, well, November, oh, it should be out. It doesn't work like that. We learned, like, it, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm not, not taking a vaccine. That. I'm not taking a vaccine. I'm not taking a test because a test, they be out here giving you this stuff, and I'm just like, I'm okay. The way that they test you just seems so inhumane. It's like, why do you have to go that deep? I don't understand. Oh. I'll do the, I'll do the blood one. Oh, yeah. They, um, yeah. they just test you for the antibodies. Oh. But getting that, that Q-tip stuck all the way down my nose. Mm. But I'm pretty sure I probably had it in December because I don't know what that was, but it hurt. Mm. 
If I had it, I had it in like March. That's all I got to say. Oh, I'm a liar. I remember. I did remember that. I remember that conversation with us. He was like this. <laughs> like, I, I am. I was. I was literally dying, and then I had to go to work still. So it was like, okay. it is what it is. Yeah. Thank you. It is what it is. There's nothing more. There's nothing more you can do. Really. When the time is right, maybe I'll get a test. Maybe I'll get tested. But until then, no. Ain't nobody got I'm time good. for that. I'm good. Love indoor. Yeah. I'm wearing my mask. I'm washing mm-hmm. my hands. Right. I got hand sanitizer in my pocket. Yeah. Well, I always carried hand sanitizer, so like that's nothing new. But yeah, that's pretty much it. But all right, guys. Okay, who's evilly laughing in the background? I scared the crap out of me. Uh, on that note, guys, this is the end of our podcast. Um. You can follow me at I am underscore Maya Ali on Instagram. You can follow my YouTube channel, The Maya Experience, and you can also follow the podcast Instagram at Oh We Gonna Talk. All right, y'all. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at official official underscore Jersey Dre. Um, you can check out my website. It's called DreTalks.com. You'll find all the links to my socials, my YouTube channel, my blog, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, and I just want to say before we get off the air, it is Suicide Prevention Month. So if just know if anybody wants to talk, if anybody needs a helping hand, I will be here. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Um, follow me on... She's so unusual. Underscore, if you want. I don't have a YouTube channel, so that's that. <laughs> but she is a model, by the way, so do follow her. Yeah. Uh, no, you can't, because uh, there are no pictures of me on my account, on my profile. Ooh, so, took them, uh, you took them down? And on that note... <laughs> Thank you, Andre. On that note, um, you shall see us another time. Thank you. And we're out. Peace. Peace.